Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Week two, pick them, Max and Juan Cast live. Let's get into it, bro. That's a fucking dot. And second, don't ever do an intro like that again where I can't even say what's up to the people. <laughs> you got your chest. Say what's up, Max. What's Tell up, what everybody? This motherfucker right here is hyped <laughs> because his team didn't lose a game. See those fucking shields in back of me, dog? See this shield right here? You see this shit right here? That's called That's all brand new. Trust. That's, That's what you call loyalty right there, baby. 2015 and on, bro. Silver and black, 1-0. and oh. I don't give a damn what happened for anything else. I only won one game in my fantasy league because I'm in like fucking six of them. I lost to Max in the week one of the pick em, but I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. Have that win, baby. It's all good. Flex all you want. The Raiders are 1-0. and oh. That's all that fucking matters. And that's all will continue to matter is the Raiders winning. <laughs> Look, obviously, I would say, not even trying to blow smoke up your ass, this was the best game of the week. Yes, so sir. I want to take you through the plays, and I want you to tell me where you were on the heart attack meter. <laughs> okay, let's start in the fourth quarter. We're not going to spend much time. Okay. Raiders get the ball with 37 seconds left on the 25-yard line. Derek Carr, deep pass Brian Edwards, 20, 20 yards. My heart start oh, racing. Heart. That's that, so, oh, just, shit. Just take, take me through your head. What do you think? Okay. All right. I'm taking you even further back. Lamar Jackson, big-ass run, gets him down to, like, the 40-yard line. I'm like, it's over. Justin Tucker, automatic, best kicker in the game. He's going to make this. It's a banger. We're only going to get a couple seconds back. My brother brought me back hope. He was like, look, we do got a shot. We got no timeouts, but we do got time to get downfield. I'm saying, all right, I hope so, bro. So we get the ball back with about 30 seconds left or something and, and some change. Car passes it to Brian Edwards down the middle. That's when I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Spike it. Spike it. My heart attack is about a five at this point. I'm getting excited. I don't want to blow my load yet, though. You know, second play. We want no third play. We wind up after the spike. Deep pass down the middle again to Brian Edwards. I'm yelling loud as shit. Clock it, clock it, clock it. We clock it. Daniel Carlson out for the field goal. It's a long ass field goal, 55 yards. My heart is about a fucking eight right now. Because I am scared out of my mind. It's not a for sure thing. And Daniel Carlson winds up banging it in. And I'm yelling, that's also, a banger. Hold on, hold on. You had eight seconds left in the game. You could have run an out play. Like a play for a little five yards I don't out. think that's scary, dog. You kick that shit. You kick that shit. 
Okay, okay. So, okay. Let's, it's ain't let Madden, take, bro. It ain't Madden. <laughs> let me take you through it. Okay, so he makes the field goal. You guys win the toss. Yeah. Like, where's your load, like, in proportion to being blown? You're, like, 80% of the way blown or what? Yeah, almost. I'm almost there. And okay, I'm saying if we play. get this ball, we're winning. Brian Edwards, third down catches a fucking, just this, like, cars rolling bad. Looks like Joe Montana. The ball's in the air. He catches it. He dives. Touchdown on the field. It's good. Where is the load blown? I'm I'm it's blown. It's fully blown. It's all over the place. It's all over the walls. It's everywhere, bro. I'm fucking excited. We won the game. I'm thinking we won the game. But someone someone in my background, I was watching it with one of my one of my brother's friends. He said, Hold up. I don't think he's in. I said, What the fuck you mean he's not in? He's like, he's not in, bro. Look at the replay. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Everyone's on the field, though. Motherfuckers are exchanging jerseys. Like, it's over. Lamar's wrapping up like Colton Miller. Lamar's <laughs> getting a handshake. And then the ball's on the one. First oh, down, stuff. Second stuff. down, hard count. Alex Leatherwood flinches. It's on the six. Then third was- down. Oh, my gosh. Carr throws a fucking dart to Willie Schneed. The ball goes through his hands. Hey, way to play hard against your old team, Willie Schneed. Yeah, way to fucking way to tweet. Zero catches. Way to target. tweet before the game, Willie Sneed. Talking all that shit. Talking about, I'm going to play hard against my old team. Um, I got an opportunity. You got your one opportunity, bro, and you fucking blew it. Carr low-key threw a laser, but you got your hands on that. You got to catch no, that, no. Willie. It went right between his hands. Yeah. I, it's it's catchable, you know. So so look, the Raiders fucked it up. I at this point, I'm like we're losing, but there was one thing in the way, bro, and it was one man. Max Crosby came out to fucking play this game, so we had a little bit of faith. I said our D line has been getting there. Him, Max Crosby's been dominating, and Yannick, Yannick was out though. Yannick was out, but look, Carl Nassib came in, and it seemed like our line did not miss a heartbeat. Shout out to PFF. We hate PFF. PFF rated the Raiders' defensive line as the best line we of the week. We don't hate it. We just think it needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Yes. That's what it needs to be. And look, I'm not going to say nothing about Carl Nassib other than what I saw on the field because I'm so yeah. sick of people going to that shit. It don't matter. He's yeah. an NFL player. don't matter skin color, race. Sexual orientation don't matter. Right. He made a play. He punched that shit out. He put life in. <laughs> he put life back in the stadium. Dude, the second set, like, so Zay Jones catches the ball. Marlon Humphrey played his heart out. No, 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 no. Don't forget, they wind up running a play. Oh, my God. Second yeah, down. The shit. They can't find the fucking kicker. They're like, where's the delay kicker? We get, a de- we get a delay of game. And then the third down comes. Right there, I'm like, this has to be a fucking <coughs> tie. This is tie written all over it. Yeah, I was thinking a tie too. And then but look, Marlon Humphrey gets banged by the fourth string corner. Yeah, Zay Jones walks in. Yo, if you're a Marley Hum, if you're a Raven fan, you got you should have no problem with Marlon Humphrey. He got ran into. He was like six yards behind the play. Yeah, nothing he can do. It's all out blitz. They were desperate. It right. was a desperate defense. They already kind of had lost the game in their own heart. You know that. Yeah. Like, just think about it. Like, they all celebrate. They kind of like, and I said this to my dad. I was watching my dad. I said, once that kind of happens, you kind of like, everyone kind of is like, yeah, we won. But it's like, you didn't. You got to go finish it. 
Yeah. No, look, the Raiders showed grit, man. Las Vegas was rocking. I seen something from the defense I haven't seen in years. I can't remember the last time the Raiders started off a game 14 nothing, and we came back like this. Because last year, I'll tell you one thing. We're down 14 nothing. It's over. That defense ain't fucking holding. I was proud of what I fucking saw. Uh, shout out to Nate Hobbs. Shout out to Abram. Shout out to Max Crosby. All these young players who were looking forward to developing and improving, they're out there, they're contributing, and they're showing why the Raiders can be something this year. Our defense looks completely different, man. I got to hand it off to Gus Bradley. I know it's week one. I know it is. Obviously, overreaction, but I truly feel like there's nowhere to go but up from last year, and the defense is obviously better. 100%, bro. And I, I mean, I have no stake in this game. I like both teams. I thought the Ra- I haven't seen the Raiders kick a team's ass in the trenches like that in a while. Yeah. And look, they're they play a scheme that you're gonna get beat. Like those shallow crossing routes to Sammy Watkins, it's a scheme beater. It's not necessarily, hey, your player's bad. It's like, oh, that's just a perfect play for the coverage. And that happened to yeah. you guys all night. They kind of had the number, but you guys, you bend a lot, but you did not break. You guys fought back, had turnovers. You had two forced fumbles on Lamar, and I just thought you guys played great, man. I really yeah. thought. I mean, look. Shot and J- and it, you couldn't run the ball, which I didn't understand. <laughs> I mean, Jacobs was banged up bad. But I didn't shout, really- out to, shout out to Jacobs, man. Shout out to Denzel Good. It just goes to show you, I know Mayock may not be the, the guy that's getting all this talent and not missing in the draft. And, you know, everyone has this criticized uh, Mike Mayock and Gruden. For the past couple of years for drafting. There's one thing you can't say though. They love they love picking these guys that have a passion for football. And it showed last night. Denzel Good, a guy that played with a torn ACL and a running back who plays physical in Josh Jacobs, who was number one sick and number two had something going on with his toe. I don't know if it was turf toe or what, changing his cleats. The guy came out there and he fucking played. He begged to play in this game. That's the type of football players you want on your squad. It was gutsy. It was gutsy. And for a team that's kind of lacked guts in recent years, it's a big, it's a, maybe this is a victory for the Raiders that gives them confidence, you know? And right. maybe it's not an overreaction. Maybe it's like, damn, we just beat a playoff team. Like, damn, when yeah. we like came back, we fought, we saw adversity. And what do you do when you see adversity one? You run through the fucking wall. You, you break through, through that adversity, shit. Dog. You fight through it. You always get that wrong, but it's cool. We're at the 10-minute mark, 11-minute mark. We got to wrap okay. it up on the Raiders. Yeah, let's wrap it I up, I know man. you were excited. I want to give you your time. Oh, yeah. We didn't really get to talk about the game much on Sunday. Most definitely. So I'll give you 10 minutes. Most definitely, bro. I appreciate it. But look, but as you guys can see, what's up? Do me a favor real quick. What's that record say on your name? Eight and eight. What's my record say? Ten and six. Congrats. And six teams fucked me over, bro. Yeah, you did good, Six man. Six teams got good me. Good picks. It's week one, though. We'll get into that later. We'll do our pick a little bit later. But as you guys can see from our thumbnail. To the show. Joey Chatilla. Our native 49er fan 
because it is Eagle Week for Joey. It is 49er Week for Max. It's the showdown. Both of these guys hate each other's teams. I thought it was only right to bring on Joey onto the show. Joey, are you there? Because the he, he didn't want to show his face, guys. I don't know. Something's going on. <laughs> he's in hiding from all the bad draft takes he had. So. Yeah, he's been hey, hiding. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for the opportunity. Let's get into it, man. Look, I just want to. I just want to ask you this, Joey. You were a big. You were really invested this year into the draft. Obviously, you guys had the number what three overall pick. Absolutely, you're, you're raving really about. Want- can you give some background on Joey's obsession with the third overall pick in the Niners history of draft? <laughs> yeah. Very obsessive. Look, Joey's a diehard Raider, uh, Raider fan, 49er fan. Fuck the Raiders. Yeah, we'll get into that. But he loves his Niners, okay? He's one of he's one of these fans where he rides and dies with them, bro. It don't matter if if the fucking clock is striking midnight. And everything is good. He will deny that it's midnight. He will deny that his team is good or deny that his team is bad. Whatever the fucking case is, he's going to say that they're a Super Bowl fucking team regardless. But it's Eagle week, Joey. What do you got to say about the Eagles, bro? What do you what do you hate about the Eagles besides that Max is a fan of them? Man, I I hate their owner. I hate their GM. I hate their uniforms. <laughs> like, God, Joey has fight fans. in his heart. We know this. The Eagles won a Super Bowl. They're still not a good team. Even though I got to listen to this guy for six months when they drafted Solomon Thomas, ask us, who do you think the Niners should take at three? For six fucking months, we wanted to deal with that shit. And now it's back with Trey Lance, who had one good play. So don't, give me, don't talk shit about my team. Your fucking black jerseys look like trash bags. You don't even play in your city. We don't have those no more. We got the white <laughs> You don't even play in your city, my guy. You play in Santa Clara. Oh, my God. At least we play in really? Philly. Really? We play in Philadelphia. I can't name a city in Pennsylvania other than Pittsburgh and Philly. <laughs> well, I don't even know. <laughs> but look, man. Look, 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 look. You guys are 1-0. Both teams are 1-0. Jalen Hurts look good. 49ers played the Lions. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, ass team. Sorry as team, bro. Okay, you guys can argue you guys can argue that both teams were cupcakes. Falcons yeah, and Lions. Falcons just went to the Super Bowl like 3 years ago. That's tough. Stop, Max. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Oh my god. Look, all I'm saying both is road wins, both road wins too. I know. Look, if I'm a Niner fan, I just hope Trey Lance can be 50% of Jalen Hurts. That's just what I'm oh thinking. Oh right my now. god. Oh my Jalen a winner, bro. Like, I don't even no, like he's him not. A winner. No, he's not. Dude, he's well, a, he a system everywhere. quarterback. He is. Well, the let's system. talk. Let's talk about it. Because, look, the last time that we saw you, it was obviously draft day. Draft it was day. first. Yeah, it was first. It was your first thoughts on Trey Lance. You guys just drafted him. A lot of stuff has happened since then. Camp has happened. Jimmy mm-hmm. G, the obvious winner. Okay. How do you feel about the quarterback situation for the Niners right now? Are you happy? Are you understanding? Are you mad? What's the deal with the Niners quarterback situation, Joey? You know, I'm, I I have to admit I'm a little torn because I do like what Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I do like his, like the way he played. I do like a lot of things about him during that game. 
but I don't. I still don't think he gives us the best chance to win. Um, with, with Jimmy Garoppolo, we just have we're, we're very limited on what we can do offensively. We have to stick to a game plan. He's turnover prone. He's injury prone. You know, th- there's a lot of things I don't like about Jimmy Garoppolo. But I do have to admit, he did play very well. And yeah, you know, just as long as he's playing like this, I can't complain. I mean, he he played almost flawless, man. It wasn't his fault that George Kittle that, can't field an onside kick. And exactly. Fucking Debo Samuel's loosey goosey with the ball. Look, there's there's some comments that Joey has made the past few few months. The whole preseason went on, and Trey Lance. Threw the 80 yard bomb to Shirtfield. Everyone was screaming, Trey area. All this, all that. Niner fans were going nuts, blowing their loads early. You were saying that Trey Lance is one of the most talented quarterbacks you have seen. Like absolutely. Yeah. Then what is what is keeping him from starting then? Like, why is why is Jimmy the guy? Because I think I think it's obvious that all three of us would agree. Kyle Shanahan knows more than us. What is Kyle Shanahan seeing that we're not? You know, I. That's a great question. I, I really think it has to do a lot with the locker room, and not so much Trey Lance. I think the locker room loves Jimmy Garoppolo. They think he's a winner. They think he's a fighter. They trust him. They know what they went to the Super Bowl with him. They know what they're getting. They went to a Super Bowl with him, and whenever he's healthy, they're winning games. Whenever he's not healthy, they're losing games. So, with the team, you have a a ready to win team right now, and I don't think the veterans on the on the 49ers, they want to deal with potentially a rookie that's not able to to grasp the full offense, potentially not able to go through all of his reads and and make the right decisions and be um, conservative with the football. Because right. yeah, I think you know with Trey Lance, he's kind of a gunslinger. He he does take care of the football in college, and it, it showed that with him only throwing one interception. I think in his whole college career, he maybe two, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think the locker room, they want to win now and they trust Jimmy. And I, I think if if they want if they got rid of Jimmy, the locker room will be divided. Will be absolutely divided a hundred percent. Or if they well, bench they- Jimmy, they, they they would you know they, they want to see Jimmy not being able to perform. And I think once that happens, you could then insert Trey Lance and completely move on from Jimmy without any type of locker room or any type of nepotism or, you know. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. But look, the way I look at it, I assumed, Max too, I assumed once you guys got that third overall pick, it was obvious you guys were going to go quarterback. I said, you look at the cap salary, the cap number from Jimmy G. It was what? 20 million dollars something like that even 19 more, even yeah more so. e- probably more than that i don't know the exact I number it was maybe high, 25 it was a like high that. number so i assumed they're gonna they're gonna let this guy go whether it's cutting him or trading him getting some value for him 
And the thing with me is Trey Lance is a very different situation. This is not your typical quarterback coming out of college, number one. Uh, we talked about it multiple times in our draft videos, me and Max. This is a guy that hasn't played in almost two years. It's 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 going to be that. He's only played a limited amount of snaps. He didn't play last year because of COVID. So this guy mm-hmm. has to play, and he's not even going to get that opportunity as what we know right now because of Jimmy G. In my opinion, I think it's more of a – you can't really trust Trey Lance at this point. I think it's what me and Max said. Max said it the best in our draft video. He's a project. I think at the end of the day, you love what you see, mm-hmm. but there, he at the end of the day, he's a big project when it comes to his footwork, his mechanics, whether it's knowing how to throw some lighter balls rather than a laser all the time. It's a, There's a lot that goes into it, but I think only one head coach can get away with this. And that's Kyle Shanahan. You guys are very fortunate to have him. What are your thoughts, Max? I think you both bring up valid points. The only thing I would push back is the reason the locker room's probably split is because when you go out to practice every week, there's plays Jimmy G couldn't dream of making that Trey Lance doesn't sleep. Whether that's, hey, I just I just escaped the clutches of Nick Bosa or I just threw 60 yards on a rope. Jimmy G don't have that type of arm. So it's kind of like... Just compare, like, let's just go back to Tyrod Taylor, Baker Mayfield. Tyrod Taylor, established guy, went to the playoffs, and yet the first overall pick in Baker. Just think about the difference in talent between those two guys. Baker's obviously more talented, just like Trey Lance is more talented, but sometimes that talent isn't ready to perform, and that's what I think with Trey Lance. They're lucky they have Kyle Shanahan. Maybe if they had McVay, they could get away with it too. Yeah. Just because they're so offensively like like they're so offensively respected from that perspective. So look, I think it's I think it's a matter of time. If like I think Jimmy G's gonna get hurt. I don't think he'll lose his job to Trey Lance straight up because I think Trey Lance is that raw, truthfully. Yeah. And this is the next question I'm gonna ask both of you guys. How short is Jimmy G's leash? Me and Max were talking about it week one. Let's say he does come out and have a bad game. It was kind of looking like it with the first snap. I don't know if it was the center's fault. I don't know if it was Jimmy G's fault. The fact of the matter is the first snap, it was a fumble on the ground. It was looking rough. Obviously, he bounced back. But let's just go to week two. You guys are playing the Eagles. Jimmy G winds up throwing two picks in the first half. How short is that leash? Is it we're going to stick with Jimmy or Trey Lance is going to come out and start the second half? I don't think Trey's ready to start. I don't think Trey's really ready. I mean, he's got the finger thing, too. I think Jimmy G's leash is longer than we all think. And I've been kind of on the side of, like, maybe Jimmy G plays bad. I'm just thinking about it. The more I think about it, the more I think it's a little longer than we all anticipate. I mean, this dude is green, Trey Lance. Jimmy G's a seasoned vet. You can say, I don't like him. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I think they went in spite of him a lot of the time. But – like you got to worry about Trey Lance looking like a rookie, like looking like oh shit, deer in the headlights. Right. And I think Jimmy G's he nothing really scares him anymore, in in that sense. Go ahead, Joey. Okay. Well, I think you guys do bring up some valid points, but why is sitting on the bench helping him? You know, this is a guy that's like you said, almost sat two years on the bench. How how is sitting any longer helping? Uh, going to help him. 
I think he really needs to get out there, get some um, get some throws, get some runs in, and actually play. Because yeah. I think sitting too long can have some adverse effects. Yeah. Um, also, when it comes to Jimmy G's leash, I would say – Three turnovers in a half, three turnovers in a game. <laughs> I, I I think that's where it's at. Look, this isn't the perfect comparison, but Aaron Rodgers was drafted in 05. He sat till 08. So that's two seasons of sitting and not playing in meaningful games. Okay. So I don't think they're look, if if they if you guys were gonna start him, you should have done it already. It should have been week one, it should have been all training camp. Now there's no point to just name him the starter just because you think he needs to play. I think you've already put that into you already like submitted like cemented that G- Jimmy G's quarterback one. And I mean, you and, look. Go ahead, Max. Go, and no, what? I was done. I was done. Go ahead. Juan. I, I was gonna say this. You look around the league, and I know the biggest difference. What you're gonna say is, you know, Jimmy G's a lot more talented than these other guys. But you just look at a situation like in Jacksonville, like Urban Myers came out. It was a quarterback competition. I think we obviously knew that Trevor Lawrence was going to win it. But Gardner Minshew, automatically, when he lost that job, he was out of there. You look at a situation in New England with Cam Newton and Mac Jones, that situation where we're going to wind up releasing Cam Newton because it's just the locker room doesn't respond well to two guys. You're always going to have that one dude on the team where if Trey Lance is starting and Jimmy is not, there's always going to be that comment like, man, we've been riding with this dude. Like, we need to have Jimmy G out there. And then vice versa with Trey Lance. You even look at a less situation. I know the Eagles didn't have anyone. But look at a guy like Jalen Hurts. Like, I bet it really does help your guys' no, locker room. There definitely with- was people during, like, the struggles that were like, let's see what Jalen Hurts got. Let's yeah. see it. I mean, no, that's we're talking about thing. this year. But definitely, oh, like, year. last yeah. year, oh, I'm too. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant last year. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, we got Gardner, and, like, once you play a little bit, like, well enough in the NFL, there's a select group of people that's like, that guy should be starting, and that voice gets – it's a loud minority. Right. It even happens with the Raiders, man, with Mariota. There was people last year and the year before that, like, talking about, oh, we need need to bring in Mariota. Mariota's better. You know, he even came in into that Thursday night game where Carr got hurt, played pretty well. But – that's the little things that divide a locker room. And it's scary to think for the Niners, man, because I don't know how long this is going to last. I really don't. But let's get into the game a little bit. Can Some I of the match question? Yeah, go ahead. Joey, which Niner do you hate the most? Which player do you like frustrate you the most? A current Niner? Right now. Man. Um, he can't say that. He don't hate any Niners. No, just say it. Come on. There's a second part to this question. Which Niner do I hate? I can't think of any offhand. <laughs> <laughs> do you okay? Do you hate the whatever Niner you hate the most, or do you hate the strength coach more? Because <laughs> I'll just start this. Yeah, most let's start there. Cartilage injury. Out for season. Jason Verrett, ACL, again, <coughs> out for season. Dre Greenlock, groin, day-to-day, should be fine. Brandon Ayuk, hamstring injury, questionable. They said he must move down the depth chart just because of injury. 
there's a lot more to it than just that. No, yeah, I know, but those are the those are the key guys. Right, right. But you lost two key contributors already gone. And especially a cornerback where you're thin. Where the Eagles are looking pretty good, man. Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, they got some weapons. It's not like Baltimore or they ain't got no one out there. We also yeah, absolutely. Alice Goddard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, with, with the first week, um, how it how it unfolded, you know, it's a it's a great road win. Especially on the uh, the East Coast there. But you know, at, at what cost? We lost two pretty much irreplaceable players for us. Well, Jason Verrett. Bro, Jason Verrett. not replaceable? Um, I think you I guys had an insurance plan. I go out there and get you 50 plan. fucking yards for Cal Sheen. Yeah, okay, I, okay, I think okay. you guys with, had With the running back plan. position, if I, I feel like we got we had one of the, the deepest running back um, rotations in, in the league. You know, last year and and then even this year now we we have Trey Sermon, Elijah Mitchell's looking good, um, and then we had Mostert. I really wish we kept Wayne Gallman. You know, looking back at this, really, what about boy Jeff Wilson, where's he at? He's in, he's injured. He's coming back in probably <laughs> six oh, weeks. Fuck. Okay, look, if I'm a, if I'm the Niners GM, John Lynch. You already gotta like have a backup plan for Verrett in mind, right? You can't trust a guy who's torn his ACL three fucking times. This be his fourth. I agree. I agree. So I mean, and, I know it hurts, but I'm sure, like they kind of had a plan for this. And when you got that front seven, the cornerbacks. I mean, Eagles won a Super Bowl with Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby at cornerback, and y'all got just as good, if not a better, front seven than we did that year. I agree, but. There is nobody on the team that can cover like like uh, Jason Barrett. Why don't you just put fucking Fred Warner out there? That's a good idea. Cornerback. <laughs> I mean, bring back Richard Sherman. Look, I, I think everyone's gonna. Everyone assumes that the Niners are gonna win this game because they're the most talented team or more talented team. What do you got to say? Like, what's the recipe to win, Max? Like, how are you guys going to win this game? Look, I really, I know you could say every game's a battle of the trenches, but I feel like this game especially, it's Eagles O-line, Niners D-line, and vice versa. We have a good O-line again. We got Maitala on left tackle, just got paid. He's been good for us. And on the right side, Kelsey, Brooks, and Lane. And we all know what the hogs back. What'd you say? The three hogs are back. Oh, yeah. And one of those hogs is juicing. You just know <laughs> that. And it's it's Nick Bosa. It's Javon Bus Kinlaw. It's Eric Armstead and whoever else you want to say. Samson, Defoe, Lord. whatever. Yeah. And it's a battle. Of, if we can get more pressure, we're going to win this game. If they get more pressure, they're going to win this game, in my opinion. But. The only thing I'll say is the difference is if we get pressure, Jimmy G's going down. If they get pressure, we got a little running back back there who might make a play or two. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I really think that's what's going to come down to because the quarterback play on both sides, you can't really trust it so far. Yeah. And the the run game, it's going to be about that. It's about can Kyle Shannon crack the Eagles defense code, which he probably can. But Nick Sirianni, like, he surprised me at week one. I know it's the Falcons, but it's the way we look. Like, we whooped Atlanta's ass up front. Yeah. Fletcher Cox right. is but their defense Barnett, is trash. Sweat. Go ahead, Joey. I was just about to say their defense is trash. 
No, I'm just talking about their O line though. I'm just talking about the Eagles whoop their O line's ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just the battle of the trenches one. Joey. How concerned are you about a guy like Ayuk and a guy like Kinlaw? Because Max is saying it's gonna come down to the trenches, right? You have a guy in Javon Kinlaw that I heard didn't even make the plane ride. This is a guy that's having problem with, with his knees. A guy that you guys basically traded straight up. I know there was some money involved, obviously, but basically traded Buckner for Kinlaw. That was that was that was the trade, basically. And mm-hmm. as of right now, it's a guy that can't stay healthy. Is that concerning you at all with Kinlaw? Because we all know he's talented. I think all three of us can agree. The guy's talented. But can he stay healthy and available? Because it's real shaky on what's happening to him right now. I agree 100%. Um, you know, with, with Javon Kinlaw, his knees really worry me. Um, but when he's healthy, I think it, it makes a profound impact on our wide nine defense. With with our defense in the wide nine, the – the edges are, are um, the edges in our in our interior are just spread so far across the the offensive line yeah. that it's so easy to double team any other defensive um, tackle that we have. Okay, so when when you get a big boy like Javon Kinlaw in there, it's he could handle those double teams and he doesn't get washed up the middle with with double teams like you saw with. That that uh, Detroit was doing to us earlier this week or earlier yeah. last week, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think he makes a big impact with runs up the middle. He just shuts all that down. I mean, are you nervous at all though? Because that's a, a big absolutely, pick. absolutely. If he's not able to play with the style of of team the Eagles are, they're probably going going to exploit that with Miles Sanders with Jalen Hurts. There's going to be, you yeah. know, a, a huge hole for all these people to run through if um if that offensive line is able to play well yeah and then also, you look at the- I was about to say also what's concerning me is Jalen Hurts he he's very you gotta be fucking concerned I never would have thought I heard those words I mean look I- it's a concerning guy <laughs> I call him Lil Lamar personally I call him Lamar Hurts shut up no. <laughs> What's concerning to me is we play against mobile quarterbacks all the time. We play – we live – we have in a division. Breath is with, against them. I'm guessing Trey Lance is going to be a little scout team guy this but week. But he mobile, right. but he ain't mobile. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I would say he's he's just as he mobile Kaepernick, as Jalen Hurts. That bitch, is, he's straight line. <laughs> he's bigger, okay. faster, stronger. Jalen, oh, he ain't stronger than Jalen Hurts. That boy Jalen Hurts a little fucking munchkin, like strong ass little <laughs> munchkin. Okay, so what, what do you think about about Hurts, Joey? What were you getting at? Containing him. That's the biggest thing. You know, we struggle against Kyler Wilson, uh, Ky- Kyler and Russell Wilson, um, yeah. quite a bit quite a bit you know they just run around and make plays back there so that's why we brought in samson ecubom just to contain quarterbacks better um also last year we didn't have d ford so with those with those two um edges i think we're going to be able to contain the quarterback a little bit better this year than last I mean, year because hopefully, hopefully bro right because you know i remember week one last year kyler murray made us look stupid 
he was just running around making plays all over the all over the place. He was the fastest person on the field. It looked like. No, so and he looked like the fastest again against the right. Titans. Yeah. <laughs> right. Kyler Week One might be like a fucking like head uh, hoodie mellow or uh, gang sign John Wall type of guy. Week One, right. Kyler. Right. <laughs> so my question to both of you is: Do you think who has the advantage in the trenches? And you got to give it to the Eagles, man. I mean, I, a, I mean, you no, said it, bro. I'm gonna give it to the Eagles. I think on the offense and defensive side, you look at the defense of line for the Eagles. I like what Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham brought to the table last week. I think it was obvious that veterans like that on the Eagles, you guys are a very old team. And the way you guys came out and punched the Falcons in the mouth is a team that believes in their team, believes in their head coach. They're bought in to what Seriani has brought to the Eagles. That's a big sign right there. If you guys were a team like you got a lot of veterans, you see a new head coach, those guys can smell the bullshit from a mile away. All this fucking rah-rah talk, that shit don't mean nothing to a veteran. The veteran can easily be like, I'm going to get paid, bro. We're going to suck this year. Why the fuck am I going to put it out out, all out for the line? It's like you guys came out and punched the Falcons in the mouth. And that's just that's just a big telling on why Seriani is doing good as a as a rookie head coach so far. Yeah, and, and you, you, you must think very highly of the Falcons. Go ahead, Joey. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You talk about the Falcons. I mean, yeah, it is the Falcons, Joey. But at the end of the day, the Falcons still got players. It's not like they have no talent. All right, one time to go bad face cam, but I will right now. See, that's how you know one's bullshitting right there. Right. I got to go to my shitty camera, but that doesn't stop it. But another thing I wanted to say just on the game in general, Brandon Ayuk, same situation as Kinlaw, just not with the injuries. Ayuk is a guy that head scratches me, bro, because I came into the year thinking – this guy was going to be the number one option potentially next to just the receivers. We all know George Kittle's your guys' best option, mm-hmm. but at receiver, it was looking like Ayuk. And Ayuk, I heard he's having injury problems. He's falling down in the depth chart. Like, what the fuck is going on, bro? I think I know why. And there's no evidence to support this, but <laughs> I think this, I think, no, I think he's a great player. I think. Um, he's very talented. I I do think that he has had some injury troubles here and there, but I think the main reason Kyle Shanahan um, doesn't, I guess, doesn't trust IU or he's in a, he's in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse is because of his vaccination status. Really? I don't I don't believe That's he's crazy. vaccinated. He said on previous occasions that he was unvaccinated and there is no new evidence to support that he is now. Okay. That's very I, interesting. I it think could be. it could be because, you know, um, as of right now on the team, I believe, you know, 99% of it's vaccinated at this point, even Bosa got vaccinated recently. Yeah. So I think Brandon Ayuk is, it might, might be the only one that isn't vaccinated. That's the first time I've heard that take from it. I've, you know, since I'm a Bay Area kind of guy, 
I listened to a lot of Bay Area sports stuff just because naturally the Raiders were in Oakland. And I actually do listen to a 49er podcast. And a lot of them were talking about how he's just fallen behind in the playbook. Like you have guys like Trey Lance and Debo Samuel that are coming in and working their ass off. And you know, like Kittle's working his ass off. And you see a guy like Ayuk who's falling behind. That's just really concerning to me. Like, to me, Kyle Shanahan's simply going with the player who is working their ass off. And he's not going to reward a guy who's falling behind and not showing his full potential. But the vaccination, that's the first time I hear that. That's a really good point. I think a lot of teams are taking that into consideration, especially when they're a valuable position. I mean, I, I, that's a very interesting thing, man. I, I really hate that this is a discussion, but it's just the reality of the new, the new normal we live in with COVID. And, I mean, it's unfortunate, man, but I feel like at some point everyone's going to have to get it. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, all that's left for this game is, Juan, if you want to pick it now, we'll start our picks just with this game because we have a special guest who's a Niner homer. Yeah. Look, I'm Before... a homer, too. I got Philly, <laughs> Philly, Eagles, 21-17. It's a close game. Brandon Ayuk will not be hurtling two cornerbacks today. We're going to set that right. We're going to get revenge on Ayuk. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, who you got? Niners, definitely. No question. <laughs> Are the Niners Easy going, dope. going? Uh, what, 17-0 this year? 18-0? Was it 21-0? 21. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to win. score. Oh, about oh, that. No. What's the score? No. I would say, um, so in this one, I definitely have the Niners, and the score – I'm going to say 32 to 18. Wow. Actually, 32 32 to 21. 32. You know what? Get rid of the other segment we had one. Let's just go. Let's go to the picks, bro. I ain't going to stand for that. Oh, my goodness. Tell me you got faith in my team, Juan. I'm going to roll with the 49ers. You are. You gonna go zero and two against the Eagles, bro? <laughs> we'll see. I'm we'll saying. see. I got the 49ers. I got a little bit different score. I think it's gonna be a, a little bit closer than Joey is predicting. I got the 49ers thirty-four, Eagles twenty-four. Ten point game. All right. That's I'm, what I, I mean, got. I mean, you guys are haters. Joey, you're a fucking podcast rookie. Put your fucking phone <laughs> in your Like, this ain't your first shin. This ain't your first fucking rodeo, my guy. You did the three-hour, four-hour NFL pod during a blackout. We want to see that beautiful face of yours, Joey, next time. Okay? Absolutely. Hopefully, I'll take that in consideration. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, you can come to the dungeon, man. Look. Either you put your fucking face on the next time, or I'm going to put a picture of you as that picture. Right there. <laughs> and you all know what picture I'm going to fucking put. We got to, you guys want to bet? I'm looking forward you guys want to wanna bet? I say we have a friendly bet between you okay. two. What's the bet? Ooh. Uh, winner gets to burn down Juan's house. What? What the fuck? <laughs> I was thinking something way different. You out of line for that. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I say. You guys have to. Oh man, I say you guys got to take you. You guys have to buy a hat of the other opposing team. You a guys got to wear it Jesus and take Christ. a picture with it. I'm down. I'll do it. You shaking on it, Joey? Don't be no fucking. I can't even don't see be this no fucking wuss. face. You can't trust him. 
And we showing it on the pod on Monday when the episode come out of the recap. We are showing that picture. Whoever loses. Hey, Dick, okay. how are we gonna get a hat okay. in one day? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Anything to cover up Max's hairline. Oh, Look, how are we going? How are we going to buy a hat in one day? Okay, fine. Ask? We'll do it on the next weekly pick'em. Can you get it okay, in two days? Good. Also, you could talk about my hairline. You fucking too scared to get on the picture. <laughs> challenge. Okay. Okay. Let's see how. All it right. Is. Look, Look, we love you it, man. You and your flute fries gotta go. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh man. All right. So there you go, folks. Uh, we're gonna let Joey go for now. Uh, we appreciate you coming on, bro. We hope to have you on soon again. Uh, any last words, man? Yeah, fuck the Eagles. Doing <laughs> old baby. <laughs> All right then. Peace out, Joey. All right, Larry. All right, so there you go. There's Joey. All right. Sure. We got to take a one break. Just talk about how the fuck we missed. Look at how you put Max and Juan cast and I put it. We got to have a Where? United front, dumbass. With the no. Name. Come on, man. We you... can't be looking like we amateurs at this. <laughs> we already got yeah, I, I just had to put least... that just in case no one knew that that was Joey talking because he didn't want to no, show No, no, no. I'm talking face. about us right here. How it says Max and Juan cast. Yeah, that's Look what I'm saying. I have Look how I, I had to. I had to put it. I had to put it like that so people can know who the fuck I am because people be no, t- no, calling I get me that. Max. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Can we at least get the unified? Look how I got the opposite. Yeah, I know. I, well, why don't you unify me? Make a bet. <laughs> Win the picks for a fuck. Yeah, get you're still feeling the, the type of way for me going with the Niners. That's what it to is. To quote the guy who called the Niggas, yo, get that shit off the air, my guy. <laughs> Let's get to the picks. All right, let's get to the picks, man. Okay, uh, where do you want to go first, Max? Thursday night football, baby. Football right. team, 0-1, Giants 0-1. They're in Washington. Yep. This is tough. I don't know who's going to fucking – who's going to start for the – for running back. Oh, no, I'm, sorry, I'm talking about running back. I don't know how much Saquon is going to play. He did shitty last week. We'll see. Short he week. Thinks- yeah, he banged up, bro. Like, look, I'll I'll take us through all the injuries this week. I got them. <coughs> Just tell me when you want them. I'll give them to you. Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay. hip, IR. Sir yeah. Curtis Samuel, IR too. Evan wow. Ingram might not play. Yeah, that's really that's it. tough. Um, you gotta you gotta say that if if football team goes zero two, they're pretty much done. And if the Giants go into, they're pretty much done. When did you agree? There, there's an extra game. There is an extra game, but I, I'm, that's why I'm just I'm just want to throw that out there because you know yeah. we always ride off teams that are zero two. I'm but. I'm gonna roll with football team, man. I think I think they played the Chargers really good. I think the Chargers are a really good team, obviously, and they're gonna come out and they're gonna beat the shit out of this Giants team because their offensive line is trash. Daniel Jones is prone to turning over the ball. I think that defense is gonna show out and they're gonna show out big. I got football team winning twenty four. Giants 10. I'm I'm in agreement, bro. Like, to me, Denver's defense ain't what it once was. I know people see Von Miller and they think that's Super Bowl defense. He's the only guy left from that defense, ain't he? Yeah. And Justin Simmons, I think, is there too. But that pass rush isn't that good. And they whooped the hell out of the O-line. Daniel Jones, congrats on your 40th turnover in 28 games. Jeez. I'm going with the football team. I'm going – 
13 to 30. Washington nice. wins. Okay, let's move on to the Bengals and the Bears. The Bengals are 1-0. The Bears are 0-1. Bears coming off of that Andy Dalton debacle against the Rams. Bengals looking good. Burrow throwing the Jamar Chase. Who are you rolling with, Max? I, uh, Man, the Bears going 0-2. Maybe that's the best thing for them because doesn't that just push the Justin Fields fire in overdrive? And just for yeah. the injury stuff, Trey Wayne's doubtful for the Bengals and for the Bears. Jason Peters quad. I'll tell you this. If he fucking plays, he's going to get hurt and have to leave the game. And Eddie Goldman's questionable. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I'm going with the Bengals, bro. Yeah, me too. I'm going, I'm going with the Bengals. the Bengals too. It's crazy that they're going to start off 2-0. and That's, This is huge for a team like the Bengals. I think the Bears are just – they're, they're going to be shitty until Justin Fields starts. Andy Dalton is not the guy. A little revenge game for Andy Dalton? Although I mean, no, it's too, it's too far. I think he already had his, didn't he? Didn't they play last year? I think so. I think so. Look, to me, the Bears' offense isn't that good. If Justin Fields gets into this game at like, say, in the first quarter, they bench Dalton or he gets hurt. I'm, yeah, I'm scared about the pick. Yeah, I got exactly. more faith in the Bears with Fields than Dalton. Yeah, what's your score? I'm going 22-17. 22. Oh, it's a close one. I got I the Bears. I, I got the Bears scoring about 13 points. Bengals. I'll give them. 21 21 to 13 let's go to the next one we're going to speed through these guys uh it's not really much to talk about we just want to make sure we get the picks to you guys make sure to subscribe hit that like button all that good stuff houston the surprising one and oh houston texans traveling to cleveland who are zero and one had a tough loss against the chiefs who are you rolling with max I got to go with the Chiefs, man. I mean, Chiefs, excuse me, the Browns. Uh, Jarek Wills, he got hurt in the game, but they said yeah. he should be fine. Odell, he's out. I don't think nah, it not playing. Yeah. I think the Browns need a bounce back. They had a moral victory against the Chiefs. But you talked about this. If this is the type of loss that lingers, mm-hmm. it could really fuck up their season. If they start off <laughs> 0-2, man. it's really bad. But yeah. I don't think it will. I think the Browns are going to take care of business. They're going to beat the Texans. 33. No, I'm going to go 38 to 20. I think the Texans will put up some points. Okay. I got a similar score. I'm rolling with the Browns too. 31-17. The Texans, if they start off 2-0, man, I'll be absolutely shocked. It's going to be a fucking madhouse. (laughs) Uh, Rams traveling to the Indianapolis Colts, man. Colts who got beat by the Seahawks last week. Rams. Oh, excuse me. Rams, who obviously beat the Bears last week on Sunday night, look really good. Matthew Stafford, Carson Wentz looks to bounce back, though. Uh, I think it's more of a Colts bounce back than the Carson Wentz. The defense for the Colts let me down last week. Big. I even though I picked Seattle. Look, man, I feel like it's a must-win game for the Colts. Yeah. But tough tough schedule, man. Seahawks, Rams? Even if they start off 0-2, bro, are you there's only one team in the division with the win, and that's the Texans. Yeah. So, so maybe you're feeling it's just, pretty good. Maybe it's not as must win as I think. And I just said that because usually when you see 0-2, it's like, damn, that's really bad. Right. So no, you're absolutely I, you know, right. I think the Rams, I'm gonna pick the Rams. Uh Brain Smith's foot is hurt. Xavier Rose is questionable. Sebastian Joseph Day for the Rams is banged up. He's not a big piece. He's a big piece, but he's not a like if you lose him, you're not gonna lose the game. It ain't yeah. a game changing injury. 
Yeah, I got I got the Rams in this game too. Me too. What's your What's score? your score? Oh, ooh, jinx. Uh, I'm gonna go Rams score thirty five Colts twenty twenty three. I think this game. I think it's gonna be close. I'm gonna say it's gonna be twenty to fourteen. I'm gonna go twenty four to twenty one Rams. This is gonna be a game where you see, oh, we got Stafford. We're gonna win this game with golf. We probably lose it. Yeah. Uh, next game, Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins, who squeaked away with a win last week. Bills, who had a tough loss against the Steelers. Josh Allen looking to bounce back. Uh, Tua, we'll see how he plays against his Bills defense. Uh, a lot of overreactions in week one. Uh, Bills were one of those. A lot of people saying, you know, well, pump maybe the brakes Josh, Josh Allen. Yeah, like Josh all Allen the Josh Allen hype, just the Bills hype in general. Um, I think they're gonna bounce back though. I think they're gonna go one and one. They're gonna beat the Dolphins. I got the the Bills winning big and forty two to seventeen. Forty two to seventeen is this the? End I think of they're the gonna put up some points. Like I got the Bills winning. I got the Bills putting up twenty eight. I got the Dolphins putting up fourteen. It. This is a big game for the Bills. It really is, and I know. Yeah. It's the second game of the year, but it's a division game one, two. Miami's good. You could lose this game, go 0 and 2. Miami's got a two game lead. Yeah. And I don't think Tua's going to ball out. I really think Buffalo's defense was very good. They only gave up what, 10 points or 13, 14 yeah. points? They had a right. punt return, a pump block for a touchdown. Can't put that on the defense. Exactly. Let's move on to the Patriots traveling to New York. New York that Jets. is the Jets who are 0-1 and the Patriots who are 0-1. An 0-1 festival here. Jeez. And rookie quarterback matchup, Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson. Look, in all honesty, guys, I think the Patriots are a pretty good team. I think they had some bad luck last week with the fumble. I think they had the game in hand. Win. Yeah, they were going to win. I, I don't see them. I, I think they should be 1-0. The Jets, I think they're just bad. Their best player, arguably, on their team got hurt last week for the year. Makai Becton, um, Actually, that's a tough loss. He might be back 8 to 10 weeks is what I read online. I mean, that's that's M- a long MC- time, though. Yeah, a very long time. MCL. Especially when your O-line's not good to start with and you have a blindside protector yeah. like that, it's a big loss. And for the Patriots, Trent Brown's hurt. Yeah, he might play, he might not. The Jets are just bad, man. They're they're so, bad. Man. They're, they're not know, that they're good. bad, but they're not a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of they just have they have a lot of holes on their team. That's what yeah, it but, is. It, but it's not shit. We're like, oh, we gave up a game winning touchdown. So we're fucking stupid. It's yeah. not like the, I don't think Salah is doing a bad job. I think the roster no. itself. It's just gonna take time. Play. It's gonna exactly. take time. Zach Wilson. This is all great experience going against Bill Belichick, who's notorious for. Fucking with rookie quarterbacks. So we'll see how it goes. But I got the Patriots winning 24 Jets 10. I got I got them winning 35-10. Okay. 10 points, the golden number. Okay, so 49ers and Eagles. We already gave you guys that one. Did you write it down, Max? Just to I got make sure it we have down. it. You're a fucking hater. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. We got the Las Vegas Raiders who are one and oh. Traveling to Pittsburgh, 10 a.m. game, who are also 1-0. This is a tough game, bro. I went on 
uh, the Raiders show that I do with Joe. Surprisingly, I'm going with the Steelers, man. I think the Raiders did their job. I think if they come out of this two-game stretch, one and one, it's fine. The Steelers are really fucking good. I'm seeing that Stefan Tuet is on IR. That's a good sign. But if you look at the Raiders injury report, there's a lot of people you don't even have on here, Max, because it was so big. Yeah, I, I just today. Had to put the main ones. Yeah, you know, it was it was crazy. The there we have so many injuries. It's a short week. I tell you this though, like I told Joe, the Raiders win this game. The league better get put on notice. I think the Raiders are a playoff team if they wind up winning this game. I For have sure. them winning this game. I really? got the Raiders winning twenty three to seventeen. Ooh, shit. I got the faith in the silver and black while your punk ass is wearing. <laughs> Black and yellow, black and yellow. Like, I got on, the, bro. Have some, I got the score. Pick, we got to have one game different. Pick the Steelers, bro. Don't I'm, go back. I'm picking the Steelers. Look, I don't care. It's like I said on the Raiders show. Sometimes, you know, you. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to, you know, just ignore everything that's in my head and knowledge and all that. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think the Steelers are good to win this game. I think their defense is absolutely elite. And it just so happens that PFF have them, has them as the second best defensive line that played last week. That's not a coincidence. TJ Watt, uh, Cameron Hayward, Melvin fucking dogs. Even, Melvin Ingram yeah, looked the, good too. Even though his fucking, number looked awful. They're looked dogs, good. man. Look, like I told Joe, the only the, the one chance that the Raiders have to do and chance that they have to win this game, they gotta they gotta get turnovers. They got to limit their turnovers, and they got to pick off Big Ben. They got to make Big Ben pay for those stupid mistakes that he's prone to doing. But I got the Steelers so you winning don't think thirty. There's a way the Raiders can just protect Carr because I feel like if you. Can oh yeah, no, Carr, I I have faith. Team. I have faith in the offense. I think they can get it done. I just think the defense needs to capitalize on some I turnovers. You. I get you. So what's your score? I got the Steelers thirty-one, Raiders twenty-four. And I just I think I said mine 23 to 17. Okay. And then let's move on to the Saints and Panthers, who are surprisingly both one and oh. Saints coming I think off it's of the that first matchup. Oh, this is the second matchup of undefeated, I think. Yeah. Or no, the Raiders so, are undefeated. Sorry. So th- this is a pretty good game, man. I think it's a great test for the Panthers because everyone's slobbing all over the Saints. People got Jameis Winston as an MVP candidate right now with his five touchdowns on pace to throw 85 touchdowns. <laughs> thank thank, if thank he, God you said that. because I really If he throws 85, Max, how fucking crazy would that be? <laughs> you heard it here first, man. But. I'm rolling with the Saints, man. I think the Panthers are a little bit young. I like what the Saints brought as far as running the ball, man. If you watch that game, they were running the hell out of the ball. And that's not really the Saints' MO. Um, I like the balance that they had with Winston and and um, the running game. The Panthers, they just got to hope that Brian Burns has an amazing game and cause some turnovers with Jeremy Chin and that defense. That's what the Panthers have to bank on, but I think the Saints are solid on offense. They're solid on defense. Their offensive line is really good. They're a sleeper, man, but it is week one. A lot of people are having overreactions. The Saints can low-key be that team that we thought they were. Shout out to fucking uh, Mike Singletary, as I'm using a quote. They might be who we thought they were. Wait. 
Isn't that Dennis Green? Oh, yeah, that is Dennis Green. I'm sorry. I got too I much Niner like, talk. I got too much Niner shit in my head. I'm being, co- can't I'm play being contaminated. Him. Can't win with him. Don't want can't to win with him. Can't coach with him. Won't do Who it. you got? Look, I'm going the opposite way. I'm going Panthers this one, man. I like the Panthers. I'm looking at the Saints injury report. Michael Thomas, Eric McCoy, Marshawn Lattimore's out. He just had surgery on his on his thumb. Yeah. Marcus Davenport's questionable. I lo- the Panthers are used <coughs> to seeing Jameis. They know what Jameis is. They've seen him twice a year for like true, six years. Very true. Green Bay ain't never really seen Jameis. They see him once every so often. It'll be a close one. I got the Panthers winning 24 to 20. What was your score? So I can write it down. I'm my, sorry. My score is going to be Saints 21, Panthers 10. If the Panthers win this game and Darnold looks good, that could be so good for them, man. They yeah, this this is going to be – yeah, th- this this is going to be a huge game to see and gauge where the Panthers are right now as a, as a squad. Okay, we got the Broncos playing their cupcake schedule uh, going against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are in an absolute mess last week, got destroyed, um, question marks all over the place, rumors going out that Urban Myers will probably leave for USC. He's saying he's denying it. They're saying it's no are way. Are you serious? That's a real rumor? That's a real rumor. Oh my! That, and he had to come out. Look, hit the, the saving. The fact that he had to come out and say no, that's not true. Kind of, you know, it's kind of scary because it's believable. Hashtag I think you. <laughs> It'll be absolutely crazy, man, to, for him to leave the Jacksonville Jaguars for that USC job. But going back onto the game, injury wise, Ronald Darby hamstring. He's on IR. Jerry Judy had a real bad ankle injury last week. He's going to be out for a while. Bradley Chubb, questionable. Jaguars, nothing really on their side. Look, Jacksonville Jaguars are bad, Max. I think their defense is bad. I think their offensive line is bad. The only good thing that they got going for them is a couple of receivers and Trevor Lawrence. The Broncos are not horrible, but they're not great. They got a cupcake schedule. They're going to go 2-0. They're probably going to win this game. They got talent everywhere. And Teddy Bridgewater plays that game-managed football and just does enough to win the game, especially a game like this. So you're going with the Broncos too? Yes. I got Broncos winning 28-7, to bro. I, you know what? The Jaguars burned me last week. Fuck them. I'm not picking them. <laughs> I hope they get trounced, bro. I want I get, Urban Meyer out of there. Don't ruin Trevor Lawrence. Your yeah. bullshit offense, your bullshit coaching philosophy, your bullshit being a player's coach so far. And I, obviously, we both could be wrong about the Jags. It's one. Yeah, game. it's week but, one, man. But Vic Fangio's a good defensive coordinator. There's a good defense. Just, I just want to say this. I, I just, I just want to say this. It's week two, and I know me and you are not big on betting, but if you're a betting person out there. I heard week two statistically is the best week to bet because you have a bunch of overreactions and everyone looks at week one. For instance, there's a game that we're going to go to uh, soon with the Titans. I think the Titans are playing the I'm forgetting who they're playing. I forgot. I forgot exactly who they're playing, but Titans look. Yeah, the Cardinals. No, 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 no. They no, played the Cardinals oh, last week. week. Oh, yeah, this no, week. this sorry. week. So the, the, the Titans play the Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks. Seahawks looked amazing last week. Titans look like shit. The Titans can easily come out in week two and beat the Seahawks. 
and it was just an overreaction. It was a bad game for week one. That's just an example on how week two can be so like great as far as money lines and betting for for just betters in general. That's that's what I'm saying with the whole betting thing. So week two, it's hard to pick, man. Um, but Broncos, I'm going with them. The score is going to be Broncos 26, the Jaguars 10. I don't see them scoring over 10 points. I don't see it. Let's move over to the afternoon games. Vikings, who are 0-1, who lost a heartbreaker in OT to the Bengals. And the Cardinals, who were just t- talking about the Titans, they're 1-0, man. They look dominant. Chandler Jones, five sacks. Uh, if you look at this game and you looked at week one, I mean, the Cardinals, is it going to be even close? Chandler Jones might get fucking 10 sacks this week. No. Because the Vikings line is that bad. Let me just go with this quickly. Vikings 14, Cardinals 36. This is going to be the first. This is going to be the second nail on Mike Zimmer's coffin. I think if if they lose this game bad, his ass is basically dead man walking. And if you look at the Vikings, they got all the telltale signs. Old roster. Quarter, there's reports to him and uh, Kirk Cousins' relationships getting messed up. Dude, I, Vikings just, I mean, the Cardinals just stopped Derrick Henry. They should have no problem stopping Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I know. I'm, so I'm I like with, them a lot, man. I I'm like really the Cardinals. With, Kyler, there's not really a good pass rush. The, the protection was good. There ain't yeah. no fucking corners in Minnesota. Pat Pete is not Pat Pete no more. Yeah. I, if Pat Pete, though, you got the revenge game aspect, I kind of like, but I think there's too much talent on Arizona. I got the Cardinals winning too, not by much. I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a sneaker of a you know really good game. One of those games who that come down to the last possession. I got Cardinals winning twenty four, Vikings twenty one. Uh, moving on to the Falcons, Falcons and Tampa Bay Buccaneers going in Tampa Bay. Falcons looked like complete shit last week. Buccaneers coming off of that Thursday night win opener. Uh, Brady against the Falcons. I mean, he's always, he trolled them earlier this week on Instagram, having the 328 behind him. I'm uh, really what are the, the game for me. Falcons 3, Buccaneers 28. <laughs> I'll be it that quick. I got the Falcons uh, scoring a little bit more. Uh, 17 points for the Falcons. 31 for the Bucks. That that should be a pretty easy game. I think yeah. this next one is that is that your sole pick of the week? You want stamp to it. think about it at the end? Well, and stamp it. I don't need stamp to think. It? Go ahead and hit the graphic, dog. You rolling with the Bucks again, Mike? Hey, neither of us lost their soul last week. Hey, none of us lost our soul, bro. So that is Max sole pick of the week. Tampa Bay. Hey, you gotta get me a new fucking picture, bro. <laughs> we keeping it, dog. We keeping it. But that's Max' sole pick of the week. He's rolling with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Atlanta Falcons. Next up, Dallas Cowboys at the Chargers. Man, in LA, home opener for the Chargers. Man, Cowboys. They got a passing offense. I think this is probably the toughest game to pick this week. You really don't know what you're gonna get. Uh, Herbert against Dak. It's going to be QB fireworks. We'll see what happens. Max, who are you rolling with, man? Well, let me, before I pick, let me get the injuries. Michael Gallup out three to five weeks. Lyle Collins juicing five game suspension. 
Randy Gregory uh, out with COVID. And this one's new. I don't even know if you've seen this. Demarcus Lawrence, broken foot, out. Indefinitely. He's be- Dude, he's for sure not playing. That's a lot of money on the IR, bro. And it's a lot of, like, you ain't getting nothing from Zeke. I don't think this is the game Zeke's going to have it. Uh, man, the Cowboys, they have a lot of money invested in players that don't perform, bro. Yeah. It's going to be tough, man. I want to see how Zeke bounces back. That Charger team looked good. They look really good on offense. They look legit on defense. We'll see what happens. Uh, who are you picking, Max? I'm really curious. I got my char- I got my hometown Chargers. Not I'm a fan, but I like my. my. Well, let me 20- find out. You you go into that weak ass bolt up, bolt up nation and shit. How you? I don't even know how you bolt up. How you bolt? They <laughs> have like a fucking sign or something. Yeah. What? Well, uh, what's your score? Let's go. Twenty-seven twenty Chargers. Herbert's too much for the shitty defense, and it just got shittier. Yeah. Uh I got I got a high scoring game. I got 38 Cowboys, Chargers 34. I think it's gonna be a shootout, man. Wow, no, you're going with them boys. I'm rolling with the boys, man. I think the boys are talented on offense. They they got CD Lamb and Amari Cooper are a problem. And they got a pretty good third receiver who's usually their fourth, but he's going to move up to third because of the injury to Gallup and Cedric Wilson. I, I really like, like him. I yeah, like, Cedric, like Wilson. Cedric I don't like the fact he's wearing number one, but I like Cedric Wilson. Going on to the Titans game, who are 0-1, who looked like complete shit last week. Seahawks, who looked amazing last week, 1-0. and I'm rolling with the Titans off back. I think they're going to shock the NFL. They're going to come out. They're going to play very well. They match up pretty good against the Seahawks. I think they're going to beat those corners, and Derrick Henry is going to have a really good day running. They're going to show why they made that acquisition with Julio Jones and showing how close they are to a Super Bowl team. Their defense does scare me, and their corners do scare me playing against DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But when an NFL team gets their ass kicked like that, especially an offensive line, those teams usually come out and they they come out freaking on fire and ready to play. I'm rolling with the Titans. Uh, Titans twenty seven, Seahawks twenty. I got I got the Seahawks, man. I I like the Titans. I just don't think they're good enough right now. They're kind of a slow start team, and then they get hot. I'm going Seahawks twenty four, Titans thirteen. I think the Seahawks defense stepped up. They had a good performance against the. Um, <laughs> Fuck Todd Downing says Peyton Key. One already <laughs> has been saying that for five years, Peyton. I'm already used to hearing it, my guy. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to pick against you, but I think it's I think the Seahawks got them. They the Titans can't get pass rush, man. I know the Seahawks line ain't as good as the um Cardinals, but I, I don't like what I've seen so far from Tennessee. And I know it's a little bit overreaction. Yeah. Moving on to the last two games. So the Sunday night game is a great one. Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore obviously lost to the Raiders. Ha ha. Shout out Raider Nation. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Browns at home in a thriller. Um, This is a must win for the Baltimore Ravens. They're losing guys left and right. Um, I don't think they have anything left, bro. I don't think they have enough left to beat the Chiefs. It's going to be tough. 
I don't mean to steal the thunder of picking the game, but it's Chiefs 38 for me. Ravens 18. They lost their left guard. They got Jimmy Smith out, Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters, J.K. Dobbins. We didn't really hit on Gus and Marcus because the injuries happened after we picked the game. Yeah. So it's going to be hard, tough, man. man. They're thin. They're fucking yeah, they're thin. thin. And I don't think Lamar's going to really be able to expose this defense. Yeah. I think it's going to take, if they're going to be good and get back on track, it's going to be in a couple weeks. Any other team but the Chiefs, I would have faith for them to win this game. They're playing the Chiefs, though, man. I'm they're pretty sure or- in our preseason, uh, like, uh, pre- in our season preview, we talked about Baltimore's got a really bad six weeks to start the season. Yeah. Yeah, and it can't be a worse start with all the injuries and the, the right. way they looked against the Raiders. And they looked okay, yeah. but you could just—I mean, just the way they lost. I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, the they're coming lost. off a short week themselves, exactly. You know, and the Chiefs—they're the best team in the NFL. I don't think that's an overreaction from Week One. I, me and Max said it. Um, they're ready to go. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You know, you know the, you know the deal. I'm going with the Chiefs. 31, Ravens, 24. Wow. And then I'll wrap it up, man, if you don't mind. Monday night, Detroit Lions 0-1. Green Bay Packers 0-1, excuse me. Green Bay, this is a perfect game for you guys to get back on track. For the Lions, Jeff Akuda's out. Taylor Decker's out. Jeff Akuda out for the year, Achilles injury. And for the Packers, Darnell Savage is banged up. David Bakhtiari's still out, but... I don't think it matters. If Green Bay loses this game, it's press the red button, panic, abandon ship. And that's why I got the Packers winning 28-7. I got the Packers 28-7. Wow. I got the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I got my sole pick of the week. Rolling with the Green Bay Packers. I think it's a for sure. I'm doing the relax. Relax, Packer fans. Relax. It was a bad week. I think you guys are fine. You guys have a talented roster. It was a bad week. It was a weird week going to Jacksonville. Relax. You guys got the Lions. It's a get-right game. It's Monday night football. It's in Lambeau. It couldn't be any better for you guys. The Lions, they're a mess, Loki. They really are. They're... On defense, at least. I think they're a mess mm-hmm. on defense. I think they have shit together more on offense. With the whole Jeffrey Okuda thing, I don't know if you saw this, Max. We're talking about it. The whole screaming at Jeffrey Okuda. and then getting abused? Yeah. It was it was crazy. Um, I like Dan Campbell still. I think they're they're the nitty lions. They were they were in it late for the Niner game, but it's it's their the, the talents the problem. Yeah, and that's right. going to be the issue all year. Jared Goff's not good enough. Jared Goff cost them seven points, like on a horrendous pick six before the half. Yeah, honestly, the, the games this week are a lot weaker than week one. Week two is kind yeah. of like a letdown in games this year, week. There's nothing I'm really other like. Obviously, you, you take out the Eagles, right? There's no marquee game. Like I know the NFL wanted the Ravens and uh, Chiefs, but that's so far. There's such a talent discrepancy. Yeah, they always they always manage to play them early in the year. Didn't they play week two last year too? Yes. Yeah, they played on early. Monday night though. Yeah, on Monday night. Um, for my score um for the Packer game, I'm gonna go Packers 31, Lions 13. Yeah, the Packers, man, if they go 0 2, that's alarming. I don't think it's gonna happen, but that's that's gonna be big. 
Okay. It's tough to play in Lambeau already. The Lions pull it off. Jesus. I mean, Dan Campbell got his team ready to go. <laughs> no doubt. <clears throat> um, Since we're on the Lions, before we let you guys go, I just want to say this. Panay Sewell. Panay Sewell and Jamar Chase. Two guys who were heavily criticized in the preseason, in training camp, all that fucking talk. These two guys were two blue chip guys that we saw in the draft. I think we can both agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for them that they came out and they balled out. Penesol held his own against Nick Bosa. He had his moments. And of course, Jamar Chase with the long touchdown with Joe Burrow. All this bullshit about football being yeah, different in college. Stupid. The narratives are so dumb. And Penesol supposed to play right tackle this year. Moved to left tackle three days before the game. Where he belongs. And played great. Yeah. Played great. It it maybe not if Trent Williams had that game, maybe he didn't play great. But for a rookie first NFL game, great. Yeah. And he showed what we seen on tape. Both of them showed what you seen. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. You He's saw just the fire. Bro. He's yeah. immovable at times. And you saw him finish blocks. You saw him getting engaged and just being a dog out there. Like that's the Penesol we watched on film. And same thing with Jamar. That touchdown wasn't nothing but athleticism and God-given talent. He ran past the dude. Mm-hmm. He got he he got in front of him and it was it was it was done. Did you see the clip where he like killed Pat Peep, but they didn't throw him the ball? Yeah. Oh man. I I've you know I've been on Jamar Chase even when was, all the talk was on Jefferson coming out. I was like, bro, yeah. Jamar's better. Yeah. Everyone, everyone just needed to take a chill pill. I think we you know about yeah. everything. This yeah, week I mean, a lot week of one on teams who, who yeah, teams who they really are. A lot of overreactions. We won't know. T- to me personally, everyone likes to say week four or week three. I like to say by Thanksgiving is when you know who everyone is. Every single team, you know if they're bad, or you know if they're good by Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one, bro. And I want to apologize to the audience. We went a little late because Joey wouldn't shut up. <laughs> oh, he just got to over talk everything. Y'all know how he goes. He's going 0 1 in his one pick. If he goes 0 1, put that graphic in little tiny right in that bottom right hand corner. I'm looking at just put a little Joey 0 1. If he hopefully, goes 1 don't even put it. Yeah, hopefully, I get back on track this week. Hopefully, I take the lead. You a um, 500 type dude, bro. You 500 type dude. That's disrespectful, die. Look, I can't wait until next week. We'll probably do it for the week three pick em. Max will be in a 49er hat. That's going to be fucking hilarious uh, both ways. I, I love to see it. Um, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. We're here every Wednesday, 6 p.m. or around that time. Life happens, bro. Just like my fucking shitty camera. I got to get a new webcam. My phone keeps on taking a shit on me. I love the show. Uh, appreciate you, Max. Any appreciate last you, words? bro. You're the best co-host a guy could ask for. Same on the other side, bro. But we're going to let you guys go. (laughs) But we're going to let you guys go. Hope you guys enjoy the games. We out. Peace.